Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. In this video, we're going to talk about iodine. I'm going to really increase your awareness on this vitally important trace mineral. Now, trace minerals are those minerals needed in very small amounts, but the problem is there's no RDAs or requirements yet for trace minerals, only for the bigger minerals like calcium and vitamins and things like that. But trace, trace minerals are those minerals needed in very, very tiny amounts, usually micrograms, not milligrams. Okay, But iodine is definitely needed because the function of iodine supports the brain function in a growing infant. Without enough iodine, that child could be mentally retarded. Um, all cells need iodine, so not just the thyroid. The reproductive organs need iodine, including the breast, the uterus, the ovaries, the prostate, the testicles. Um, we'll get more into that in the next section, but the point is that if a female has very large breasts, they need more iodine to support those breasts. Okay, uh, iodine is also used to help detoxify heavy metals. So if you have, if you're consuming a lot of uh, shellfish and you're getting mercury and things, if you have enough iodine in your system, that will protect, the det will help you detoxify it. Um, iodine is needed to reduce the need for insulin. So it's involved in diabetes or slowing down diabetes. It's involved in stabilizing blood sugars and you know, I'm just kind of showing you some other things that people can do if they're a diabetic and they consume some iodine. It could take a big stress off the whole mechanism with blood sugars. And of course, the, one of the most important things for iodine is the control of metabolism through the thyroid. So if there's not enough iodine, your metabolism could be shut down by at least 50% or more. And then you gain weight. Okay? So if you've ever talked about the thyroid in relationship to like um, thyroxine or T4 or T3 and what that means is that the number associated with that T like thyroid T uh, 3 or 4 that's the number of iodine molecules that are attached to that thyroid hormone okay so that's what that means and so when the thyroid sends out a hormone and it sends out T4 that's the one that it starts with but it's inactive and even when people take medication like Synthroid, for example, that's T4. And what happens is that that is made active or activated by the liver and the kidney. So in other words, 80% of T4 is converted through the liver, through the gallbladder, through the bile ducts, and 20% of the T4 is converted through the kidneys. So one cause of thyroid problems or iodine problems would be the lack of the conversion because the gallbladder's not there or there's a problem with the gallbladder, the liver's damaged or there's kidney damage uh, or many other reasons too. One side note is that you need the other trace mineral selenium to convert T4 to T3. And that's why it's always important when you're taking an iodine to take it in a concentrate of a blend of all the trace minerals, not just one. Uh, you have to really look at a holistic approach with that. So, 
So we have that. Now let's talk about uh, just the causes of iodine deficiencies. There's direct causes and indirect causes. And the reason I'm showing this is because I want to expand your awareness on all the possibilities so we don't have tunnel vision and you don't go to the doctor and he says, oh yeah, we checked your thyroid, it's normal. But they're not looking at the liver, the kidney, the iodine in your diet, all these factors. All right, so first, first thing is it could be just low iodine. It could come from the diet. Um, why? Because the soils really don't have any more iodine in it. Uh, especially unless you live about 100 miles from the ocean, there's really no more iodine in the soils. So you're, the farmers don't necessarily replace that. They replace it with maybe nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium, but not all the trace minerals. So you're consuming food without iodine. That could be why you're not getting the iodine. Um, the normal requirement that our body needs is 150 micrograms. So it's a very small amount. And that is set up, I think, by um, some standards that were a bit too low because in, the, in Japan, they consume 100 times more iodine than Americans. And they have a lot less thyroid problems, breast cancer, um, uh, cysts on the breast and ovarian problems, and less prostate problems than Americans. So I think there's definitely a connection with that. But it could be also, the person is maybe eating a bit too much cruciferous. But honestly, you would have to consume a lot of cruciferous to create an iodine deficiency. So not just a cow shake a day. But if you are consuming a lot of cruciferous, I highly recommend that you add uh, a source of iodine to your diet. I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, because that cruciferous does have a tendency to deplete or block some small amounts of iodine. Okay, so we have that. And then we have... Um, low salt diet. So if someone's on a low salt diet and they're not having any salt, like even sea salt, then where are they getting your iodine? They're not even doing iodized salt. So that could be one possible reason. We just want to look at every possible reason. Uh, stress. Stress can also deplete iodine in the minerals. Um, and then a thing called endocrine disruptors. That would be something like an exposure to uh, pesticides, insecticides, herbicides, fungicides, right from the food or from the environment, that can also mess with your thyroid and block the absorption of iodine. Because these uh, endocrine disruptors, these chemicals, do compete for the receptors for iodine. So let's say we have the receptor right here, and iodine is supposed to go in there like that. Well, what happens is the endocrine disruptors will block it. So they won't let that iodine connect in there. And that could be some of the heavy metals like mercury. And it could be other elements like um, uh, fluoride, chloride, and even this thing called bromide. All right. Um, bromide is uh, a very interesting um, element because in the 70s, we used to have iodine in all the flour products the bakery products, okay? But then they switched it with bromide. I don't know why they did that. So in the past, people were getting iodine, and then in the 70s, we added bromine without the iodine, and guess what? That alone can decrease your absorption of iodine by having too much bromine um, in your um, breads, pasta, cereal, crackers, biscuits, waffles, pancakes. Of course, you're not doing that if you're watching my blog anyway, so you, don't, you have nothing to worry about. 
Okay, so we have those things that can interfere, just directly low iodine from that. Now, there's other, other reasons why you could also have low iodine. Number one, high levels of estrogen can block your iodine, all right? It can also increase the need for more iodine. Interesting. So that could explain why um, when you get pregnant, the spike of estrogen, you end up with a thyroid problem. Yeah because of the spike of estrogen severely blocks the iodine absorption to the thyroid. So what are all the sources of increased estrogen? Number one, getting pregnant. Two, hormonal placement therapy. Uh, three, birth control pills. Um, eating foods without, that are not hormone-free could do it. Um, there's certain milks and uh, meats that have hormones. And then having too much soy. soy is estrogenic, especially if it's not fermented, okay? The Japanese always have fermented soy, like tofu, tempo, tempeh, miso soup. They don't consume the soy protein isolates in the prepackaged diet uh, foods that, that are out there, the veggie patties that vegetarians consume, which are all soy-based, a lot of the protein powders. Um, it's in the baby food. I mean, you name it. Um, Having a fibroid, which by the way is caused by high estrogen, can also deplete the iodine in the body and obstruct the thyroid. And then having a very heavy or irregular or painful cycle, which is estrogen dominance, can also lower your iodine. Okay? And then lastly, we talked about this briefly before, uh, um, a liver damage. So if you have liver damage, it could be that could be the source of your, your low iodine or your lack of conversion into the thyroid or a lack of bile. Now, I've done videos in bile, and bile is the detergent that helps break down the grease, and without enough bile, you won't have that iodine conversion, and that can mess up the thyroid or not allow you to convert the active form of the thyroid hormone to make it work. So it's always inactive, so it really doesn't work. So you get a blood test, that doesn't mean anything. They're not looking at all the other um, possible causes of a thyroid problem. And so what causes um, low bile is um, sometimes when you become a vegetarian, you have no saturated fats. Well, saturated fats, some saturated fats stimulate the bile release. Without saturated fats, you can't, your, your gallbladder kind of shrivels up and you don't produce enough bile anymore. That could be one cause. And then stress, high levels of the stress hormone from the adrenal called cortisol, that one that makes the belly fat, that can also block your bile, therefore decreasing your iodine. So those are all the possible causes. And then the next part, I'm going to show you all the symptoms of iodine deficiency. So let's talk about the symptoms of iodine deficiency. Number one, you get fat. You gain weight all over. That would be a thyroid body type. Why? Because all of the cells um, are controlled by the thyroid and iodine, so all the cells get fat on them. Um, it affects the cognitive. It makes you feel very, very sluggish and brain fog, especially in the morning. You just feel um, like you're waking up, you're not refreshed. That is one symptom. Even your IQ. Why? Because, again, remember the iodine affects the brain, especially in a growing person, but also an adult, too. So not that you will feel mentally retarded, but you could feel a little mentally retarded. <clears throat> uh, psychiatric disorders. Um, mental retardation, um, also um, are, a lot of them are iodine deficiency, and of course they just treat them with drugs, unfortunately. They're not looking at the nutrition. Why? 
because they're not taught nutrition in school. Only 25% of the colleges, universities that teach medical doctors teach nutrition um, and out of those about they'll teach them 6 to 11 hours, maybe 20 hours. So you'd be better off asking a neighbor because they just don't have the information on these key natural remedies. Okay, so we have that. Cancer um, can also be as a symptom of an iodine deficiency. So if you want to go to a great website, and I'll post it down here, Jeffrey um, Dotch, it's um, D-A-C-H dot com. I'll post it down there. And this medical doctor um, basically found that you can put a lot of breast cancer in remission by adding iodine to the diet. So I want you to read that if you are worried about cancer. And that's very interesting. Uh, cancer of the breast, cancer of the stomach, and other cancers. Okay, uh, fibrocystic breasts. Oh my gosh, there's a lot of research on taking iodine for fibrocystic breasts to eliminate that problem. Why? Because the breast needs iodine, and without it, it forms little cysts. Especially if you're, when you're breastfeeding, you concentrate a lot of iodine, and that's why it's very important for a mother to uh, consume enough of that trace mineral before she's pregnant, and maybe even during the pregnancies, in a very small amount, so that baby gets enough iodine. Because without it, she's going to crave all sorts of weird things to try to get it, but she might not get it. Okay, so fibrocystic breast is a symptom of an iodine problem. Cyst on the ovaries or the testicle. Prostate enlargement could be an iodine deficiency. Um, depression. Fatigue. Slow thyroid. Goiter, a bulge of a, a thyroid uh, right there, enlarges. That could be an iodine deficiency. Uh, a lot of menstrual cycle issues. Um, <clears throat> polycystic ovarian syndrome. That would be those, um, those people that have facial hair, acne, they get gut weight, and what do the doctors do? They put them on metformin because they try to treat them for insulin resistance. But what about iodine? Give them some iodine. See what happens. Um, salivary saliva deficiency. So your mouth can get really dry or dry eyes because the ducts, the salivary glands or the other glands don't produce the fluid so things can dry out. That could be an iodine deficiency. And then thyroid nodules, and then migraines, and then miscarriages or stillbirths. All that can be iodine deficiency. Interesting. Foods that have high iodine would be strawberries, eggs, yogurt, and sea kelp. But check this out. You would have to consume, because the soils are so bad, 11 cups of strawberries to get your daily amount of iodine. So who's going to do that? Six eggs. I have four a day, so I'll have to have two more. Or two large cups of yogurt every day to get your iodine. No one does that. So, Or you can do one-eighth of a cup of sea kelp. But of course, what I'm going to recommend is do it in the capsule. I'm going to recommend you get some sea kelp, three to six capsules a day um, of about 500 to 600 milligram tablets. Now, that doesn't mean that it's 500 to 600 milligrams of iodine. That just means they're sea kelp. So they have all the trace minerals, so it's a smaller amount. But what's really cool about sea kelp is that it's from the sea. You have the selenium to convert the thyroid from T4 to T3. It's all plant-based. So in other words, it's not a, a direct rock or an element that our body has a hard time absorber, absorbing. Our bodies absorb plant-based 
trace minerals and just minerals in general. We do not do well with things that are not coming from a plant source or another source. So we need the plant source, that was the seed kelp. And then also you don't have to worry about trying to take a, a thyroid um, supplement that like in high dosage because a lot of times doctors use high dosage of iodine because it doesn't absorb because they don't do it in the plant base. If you do plant base, you don't need as much because the body can absorb it and it breaks it down very easily. So it's not about a shotgun approach, it's about just providing it for the body to start absorbing it over time. So that's the source that I recommend uh, for you. So I hope this uh, increased your awareness and I will see you in the next video.